Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ, our financial um, literacy, really, because high school and college does not teach you anything about building wealth. It just teaches you how to get a job. It is your responsibility to get out there and educate yourself on money, on wealth, on investing, so that you can build a second stream of income. And this is really the only business model that works. We've discussed this multiple times, but it is all but impossible to save your way to retirement. Because you got to remember, you don't know how long you're going to live. So it's impossible. You're gambling. You're saying, oh, I'm going to save up $3 million. I got a guy who had $5 million. He just cashed his last CD. And, and I, my that's an estimate, but I'm sure it was more. Um, he's 102 and still healthy. See, you don't know how long you're going to live. So trying to save your way to retirement, not only is it mathematically impossible, it doesn't even make sense because you don't know how long you're going to live. You need to follow Warren Buffett's advice, who has said for 30, 40 years, always, well, never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second source. And he was talking about businesses and real estate that produce cash flow. And we use real estate because 9 out of 10 millionaires in the United States used real estate to build their second stream of income. And the power of a second stream of income is that it can be managed in a way that it comes in for the rest of your life, whether you live 10 years in retirement or 20 years in retirement or 50 years in retirement. It doesn't matter because it keeps coming in. And again, this is the business model that works. When you look at the 5% of Americans, and it is only 5% of Americans that retire successfully, they've all got second streams of income, or almost all of them. Um, the way that we do it is either actively, and that would generally be single family or little apartments, you know, 20 units, maybe up to 50 units, where one family buys it, either the group of houses or the little apartment, and they manage it, and that's an active role. But 80% of our members are passive investors. What they do is they invest in big apartment complexes, 200 units, 500 units, big self-storage complexes, big senior living complexes, big hotels, strip shopping centers, and things like that. Passively, someone else manages them and they get their income stream paid out quarterly or annually, depending on the deal. And anybody can do this 
with the proper education. The law does require that you are a what's termed as a sophisticated investor to be able to legally passively income uh, um, invest. Um, there is a thing called an accredited investor. This is someone with over a million bucks in the bank, not including their home. They can legally invest passively, but they shouldn't because they don't know what they're doing. See, the difference between a sophisticated investor and an accredited investor is that a sophisticated investor knows what they're doing. They know how to underwrite a deal. They know how to analyze it. They understand equity multipliers, internal rates of return, average rates of return, COI. They, they understand the deal. Now, accredited investors can become sophisticated if they're wise and they take the same courses that are required of the sophisticated investor because accredited investors are notorious for doing bad deals. It's a thing called the dumb doctor deal and it should really be called the dumb high income earner deal. These are people that make a lot of money. They have million, two, three, four, ten, twenty million in the bank and they make a mistake. They go, oh, look at me. I've got 20 million in the bank. I'm a great doctor. I'm an athlete. I'm an actor. I'm, I'll be a great investor. And they go out and they do dumb deals because they're not sophisticated. This is why you see all these football players, actors, they're broke within five years and they had hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it's five years. They do dumb deals. So even if you got a million dollars or more and you're accredited, make sure you're sophisticated too before doing any passive investing, period. You do not want to go out there and arrogantly say, because you're a great doctor, because you're a great attorney, or other high income earner that you're going to be a good investor. That would be much like me saying, wow, I've invested in, you know, 5,000 apartment units. I'll be a great doctor. Doesn't make any sense, does it? They're two different things, two different skill sets, and you better educate yourself. And the classes at Total Wealth Academy will get you to sophisticated status so that you can legally invest passively. And be aware, too. You can use your IRA, 401k, or any other qualified retirement account to invest passively in real estate. Less than 10% of Americans know that you can use your IRA and 401k without tax or penalty to invest in real estate. They've been told and will we'll be nice. I think it's a flat out lie because I believe that these financial planners know about it, but let's assume they're ignorant, they don't know about it, and they're telling their clients, no, you can only own stocks, mutual funds, gold, silver, crypto, in your IRA or 401k. That's not true. Um, probably 30 or 40% of the members of Total Wealth Academy are investing in these apartment complexes self-storage complexes, senior living, 
with their IRAs and 401ks, again, without tax or penalty, all with the goal in mind of building a second stream of income that will last them as long as they live, which is the, like I said, it's the only business model that works. Saving your way to retirement just doesn't work. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. money in the bank or pay your insurance premium they take that money and go buy real estate with it why because it gives the highest rate of return and is the lowest risk this is called passive investing due to some recent changes in the laws you can now invest the exact same way total wealth academy can show you how visit totalwealthacademy.com and attend our free sample class on real estate investing that's totalwealthacademy.com thank you Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. I want to talk now about something that um, is really important to me, and I think it's important to everyone, but not everyone is thinking about it. And it can be summed up simply as this point. It's okay to be happy. And not a lot of people put effort into being happy. They plug away through life doing stuff they think they have to do. Um, One of the simplest examples is taking jobs that you don't really like. I see people do this, and it just amazes me. They've got a job, right? Company comes in and says, look, we want you to move. They live in Houston. Their family's in Houston. All their friends are in Houston. They come in, and they say, hey, we want you to move to Omaha, Nebraska, and we'll give you an extra 20 grand a year. And they take it. They move away from their family, they move away from their friends for 20 grand a year. Why do they do that? Because they don't know any other way to make money. They think that's the only way is to trade time for money, have a job, blah, blah, blah. So they sacrifice massively for 20 grand. Do you realize you could take a $500 course on flipping houses and go flip one house a year in Houston where you live, where all your friends are, where all your family is, and not move and make 50 grand extra a year? Add to that, they don't even like the job anyway. You know, they got out of college and they went looking for a high-paying job with good benefits. Not a job they love. Not a job that they're happy at. High pay and good benefits. 
And the sales pitch is, look, if you're making a lot of money, you won't mind that your job sucks. How's that work? It doesn't. It doesn't work. If you're miserable, you're miserable. They can write you a million dollar check. You're still going to be miserable. And when you're miserable, you got to understand something. Your risk of disease goes up dramatically. Dramatically. The stress hormones make you susceptible to multiple types of cancer. There's also the depression issue that eventually you become depressed. You start to have psychological problems. It begins to affect your relationship with your children. It begins to affect your relationship with your spouse. And heart attacks. I had one client. She had a heart attack. They take her in, do all the analysis, and go, ma'am, there's nothing wrong with you. This was a stress-related heart attack that you almost died from. Where's the stress coming from? She immediately goes from my job. She hates her coworkers. She hates her boss. She hates the mission statement. She doesn't believe in the company. She's miserable. I see her six or seven months later, and I'm assuming she quit her job and found a new job. Nope. Still with the same company. I ask her why. She says, oh, because they have good medical benefits. Now, I hope you're laughing right now, or you don't get it. She stayed with the company that required her to need medical benefits because they had medical benefits. That's insane. It's flat out mentally sick. It's okay to be happy. See, if you're at a job you don't like, if you're working more hours than you want, that's you. 100% your responsibility. You chose that. And you may say, well, I have to do it because I have bills. Where'd those bills come from? Did somebody put a gun to your head and make you buy that expensive car, make you buy that bigger house, make you move into that more expensive neighborhood? Nobody did, did they? Who's responsible? You are. You designed your life poorly. You're responsible. You did it to yourself. The wonderful thing is, do you realize that because you did it for your, to yourself, you can undo it? See, if someone else had done that to you, you couldn't change it because someone else did it to you. You're not in control. But because it is 100% your responsibility, 100% your decision, you have the power to change it. 
Now, I'm not saying that you should quit your job tomorrow if you hate your job. But you should begin taking steps to get out of that job before you have a heart attack, before you get cancer, before you have mental problems. And the solution we talk about all the time, build a second stream of income so that you're not 100% dependent like a little kid dependent on that job. It may mean sucking it up and going and buy 20 little rent houses. Or if you got 70 grand or more, you could go straight to passive investing and start building your second stream of income passively without even doing anything. But you better start taking steps towards happiness. It's okay to be happy. If you study the Dalai Lama, his point is the purpose of life is to be happy. The purpose of life that you should be focusing every day on being happy. But there's a catch to it. A good catch. Do you know you're not going to be happy if you're not out there helping and serving other people? You're not. This is one of my complaints about retirement. As you, If you've listened to my show a while, you know I hate retirement. I did it twice, once at 30, once at 54. It's freaking awful. You know, you can only go golfing so much, playing tennis so much, traveling so much. All those selfish things eventually lead to boredom. And that boredom is debilitating. It it makes you question why you're here. There's no purpose. You have no purpose. What's your purpose? To travel? Yeah, that's fulfilling. Ooh, you're playing tennis and traveling. Woohoo! You're not going to be fulfilled. And you're certainly not going to be happy. It's just like people think that money will make you happy. I've been broke. I've had a lot of money. I've been middle of the road. Fortunately, I was happy at all three stages. Now, I will admit this, I have more fun with with a lot of money than I did when I was broke. But fun isn't necessarily happiness. Those selfish things you do golf, tennis, hunting, whatever it is you do, those selfish things are not fulfilling. Wooden, the basketball coach, he brings up the comment, a life not in the service of others is not a life worth living. 
Albert Schweitzer, same exact thing. The purpose of life is to show compassion and to help and serve other people. I'm paraphrasing his because I don't have it memorized. But it's, it's all the same. And if you go out and you start really thinking about the happiest times in your life at work, at church, at your charity, were you not in a position where you were helping and serving other people? Think about the happiest times where you felt fulfilled, you felt important, you felt like you were contributing. Every time, you're going to trace it back to helping and serving other people. Now, we got to go to break. But when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you exactly why helping and serving other people not only enriches their life, it enriches your life both emotionally and financially. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. I do want to go ahead and open the phone lines in case somebody has a question about the path to happiness and what I've found in my 30 years of consulting and interviewing close to 30,000 different families. Um, It's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Or you're welcome to email me your question. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. So we, at the end of the last segment, I, showed you, I, I promised you that I would show you exactly how helping and serving other people will enrich your life emotionally, psychologically, and financially. But let's take a step back first and let me ask you this question. Where does money come from? Where does money come from? Now when I ask this in large groups of people, I get the correct answer sometimes, but not always. But without fail, I get the wrong answers as well. See, a lot of people will say immediately, oh, money comes from the government. But that's not accurate. If you think about it, does the government have any money? No, they're trillions in debt. (laughs) They don't have any money. They're in debt. 
So money does not come from the government. Then other people will guess banks. It must be banks. That's where money comes from. Wrong again. Banks don't have any money. I know that's irritating. Some of you are like, what the? They don't. Whose money do they have? Yours and mine. That's where they get their money. And then some, I've even had this rarely, but people say money comes from the big corporations. They add value. The big corporations, they create money. Wrong again. Whose money do the corporations have? Yours, not mine. Because I don't invest in stocks. But they've got your money. No, the correct answer, the effective answer, the right answer, however you want to phrase it, money comes from one place and one place only. Other people. Other people. Every dime of capital in the United States is controlled by somebody. There is no big pile of unclaimed money out there waiting for you to just go grab it. Just dive in the pile, grab as much as you can and run. It doesn't exist. Every dime of capital is in somebody's pocket. If you want more money in your pocket, Where's it got to come from? Somebody else's pocket. To do that, you have to deserve it by either adding value to other people's lives or providing a service to other people. Add value or provide a service. Let's look at it from the real estate point of view. The add value would be if you go out, bust your butt, find a house that needs major rehab, purchase it and rehab it and sell it to a family, you added value to that family's life. Why? Because they couldn't do what you did. They weren't willing to educate themselves. They weren't willing to learn. They weren't willing to go out there and hustle. That you added value because you delivered a perfect house to a wonderful family to live in. You added value to the real estate and value to that family's life and that's why they gave you their money. In the service side of it, that's the investment side of real estate. Remember, flipping is not investing, it's earned income. Investing is rental property, whether it's a group of single-family houses or big apartment complex, whatever. You're providing a service. You're providing a clean, safe, functional place to live for a family that otherwise probably couldn't afford to buy that particular property. Or they just a lot of people love apartments. I love apartments. <laughs> I can tell you that if I were to ever lose my wife, I'm moving into an apartment immediately. 
I'm going to find the apartment with the most beautiful women. That's my apartment complex. <laughs> and I'm going to move in. Um, so some people like that lifestyle. So you're providing a service. And that's how you make money. Now the wonderful thing about this, our forefathers, Washington, Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, when they set us up as a capitalist system, they understood that by creating a capitalist system, the only way to make money is to help and serve other people. So they incentivized helping and serving other people. Now, some of you don't really understand capitalism, so you're kind of against it or fully against it, and don't really, you know, you bring up the criminals. Well, this corporation did this because they're capitalists. No, they're criminals. Let me tell you something, those you socialists and communists. When capitalism goes wrong, people lose money. When socialism and communist, communism go wrong, people die. People die. There's a big difference. So, don't throw the criminals in my face and say, oh, capitalism, what about drug dealers? What about these big corporations that do bad things? They're criminals. They're not capitalists. A capitalist is focused on helping and serving others so that they can get more money in their pocket while adding value or providing a service to another person's life. And it's massively rewarding psychologically and emotionally as well. Remember in the last segment I said to think back to the happiest work years of your life. If you did that exercise, is it not correct that your happiest times you were really in a position where you were helping other people? I remember this, this is a simple example. Way back, late 80s, early 90s maybe, I didn't have a cell phone. And they were really starting to come out. Lots of people had them. And this woman, salesperson, said, no, I, I was afraid of the credit. I was afraid of the expense. I was afraid of this, that, and the other. And she spent a good 30 minutes explaining to me the value of that cell phone and how to get one easily, even in my situation. That lady changed my life. I was able to do deals literally twice, maybe even three times faster than I was doing them before. So she effectively doubled my income by, by convincing me to get that dog on cell phone. Just crazy. So it doesn't have to be you saving somebody's life, you know, a first responder or something like that. 
Helping and serving other people can be as simple as getting them a dog on cell phone if they need one. Think about it. What were you doing where you were helping other people? Maybe you work in retail and a woman comes to you who just flat out doesn't know how to dress. (laughs) She can't get a job because she looks like a mess. And you help her pick a wardrobe. Suddenly she gets a job. You helped and served. It can be anything. But if you think deeply about it, those wonderful little acts that you think are nothing, you discount your value, which I can't stand. You are discounting your value when in many cases, the little things you did made huge differences in the person's life that you did it for. And as a result, you got paid for it, didn't you? Now, unfortunately, most of you were doing it working for somebody else, so you didn't get paid very much. But if you were an entrepreneur in the same circumstance, you would have made a lot of money. So there it is. Money only comes from one place, other people, and the only way you get it from them without being a criminal is helping and serving others adding value or providing a service. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Now I want to talk about something a little bit negative before we get back to the happy. People say stuff like this to me all the time. You know, I'll be out having beers and people ask me what I do and I say, yeah, I own a bunch of rent property. And almost invariably, it's like a bunch of parrots who don't really think about what they're saying, they just regurgitate it. Oh, man, those rent properties. Dealing with tenants, late night phone calls, blah, 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 and they just spill their guts. Do you think that you're going to make money for nothing? that there's not going to be some challenges, that there's not going to be some work involved? The answer is those people do. The answer is yes. These something-for-nothing people think that they're going to go out there and get rich, never have to deal with people, never take a phone call, never do jack. And you say, no, they don't. That's ridiculous. People don't think like that. Think about that question, that point. 
oh man, I wouldn't own any real estate because tenants might call you and you might have a late night phone call and might have a AC go out. What are they saying? I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. Something for nothing mentality will destroy you. In the last segment, what did we discuss? Where does money come from? Only one place. Helping and serving other people. You've got to deal with people. And if you're not good at it, you're going to be broke all your life. If you don't love and care about other people and want to help and serve other people, you're going to be broke because you just don't get it. I love tenant phone calls because I get a chance to solve a problem and help somebody. Most people frame it as, oh, what a nuisance, my tenant's calling me. Your doggone tenant has no AC and the wife's pregnant. They're not bothering you. They need help. Help them solve their problem. That's rewarding. Not to mention, when I was up at like 100 units, I didn't take more than, you know, it's been so long, but I mean, it wasn't more than two calls a month, maybe three. And if you say, oh, I've got 20 houses, I take more phone calls than that, that's because you don't know what you're doing. You didn't buy the property right. You didn't rehab it. You didn't screen your tenants. You don't know what you're doing. But the main point is this. There's no such thing as something for nothing. If you're looking for a business, a second stream of income, where you don't have to deal with people, you're out of your mind. Not going to happen. Because money only comes from one place. Working with other people. So, with that negative point out, let's move back to happiness. It's okay to be happy. What you do is you begin immediately to assess your present lifestyle. Do you agree with your company's corporate mission statement? Do you? Many of you don't but you stay at the job. Do you like the way that you are treated by your so-called superiors? Do they treat you fairly? Are they kind? Are they respectful? How about your coworkers? You got a fun coworkers you work with? Or do you have a bunch of jerks you work with? Because the corporate culture is a bunch of jerks, a competitive environment, cutthroat, you're, you're actually miserable. Assess it and then admit it. Admit that you're not happy at your job. Then piece by piece, start focusing on building your second stream of income. 
get out there, get your first little rent house, boom, $400 a month, second stream of income. Get your second one, 800. Third one, 1200. Tenth one, 4800. Is that right? No, 4000, sorry. Get your 20th one, 8000 a month. But what I suggest is this. As soon as your second stream of income is equal to your monthly expenses, start looking for another job. One that you're happy at, one that you're proud of, a corporate mission statement you believe in, coworkers that treat you with respect, superiors who treat you with respect, and be happy even if the pay is less than what you were making at the job you were miserable at. Then keep building that second stream of income until your second stream of income is double your bills. Double your bills. If you're, and I, when I say bills, I mean everything, garbage, gas, electric, water, food, mortgage, car payments, everything. Let's say that's five grand a month. Build a second stream of income to 10 grand a month, and then you can even consider quitting your job. But I will suggest that after 33 years of doing this, most people don't quit their jobs, especially if they love what they do. I have seen a lot of people, though, quit their job and go find a job they love. I see that all the time. I've also seen a lot of people move into charity work where especially high income earners not sure why um, yeah I don't even have a theory but the high income earners 200 grand 500 grand a year man when they quit their job they go straight into charity on a regular basis But the whole gist of today's show is it's okay to be happy. You don't have to work a job that you hate. You don't have to work so many hours that it stresses your relationship with your children, romance with your wife or husband. You don't have to do that. That was your choice. You are responsible for whatever position you're in. But, as I said before, because you're responsible, it means you can change it. You can change it. And I really suggest you do so. Being in a job that you don't love will shorten your life. I mean, you don't have to, you can look this up. Just Google it. Look up happiness. Look up stressful life and what the effects are. And one of the biggest ones is, God, the, the term slips my mind. I said it at the beginning of the show. It's your immune system drops. Your susceptibility to cancer rises 
your um, risk of heart attack goes up. Your risk of divorce goes up when you're in a job you don't love and you're not happy. It's okay to be happy and you deserve it. The other reason you want to be happy, because leadership is by example. If you're in a job you hate and you go there year after year after year, decade after decade after decade after decade, what have you taught your children? You better think deeply on this one. What have you taught your children? That it's okay to be miserable. They don't deserve to be happy. No. You do like dad did. You do like mom did. Take a job that sucks because it has a high pay. And be miserable all your life. That's what you're teaching your kids. It is your duty as a parent to be happy. It's your duty to do really what I said on this radio show and then pass that on to your kids through simple example. Not through preaching, not through lecturing. Lead by example. And that's what we teach at Total Wealth Academy. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.